Welcome to the Amateur Movie Review Hour podcast. I'm Trevor. With me, I have Josh and I have Megs. Hello. Hello. And we're here to review a movie called Frequency. But before we do that, I would like to bring up Ham Radio because I was very. I've heard about Ham Radio. I have known. I'm still. No, that's an acronym. What does that stand for? Well, it's not an acronym, actually. Uh, but it, it's amateur it's amateur radio ham, ham ham i think came from am you know amateur or amateur so it's more amateur. of a poor man too yes yes the ham radio is probably coming from somewhere within the amateur radio um but ham radio as it's known often is the use of radio frequency spectrum for purposes of non-commercial exchange of messages wireless experimentation self-training private recreation radio sport contesting and emergency communications so when did this start what is there a year you got anything on that yes it came about as a practice in the early 20th century when when like radios were becoming prevalent to everybody so it's like the earliest only fans sure you could call it that yes you can't call it that that's weird if you, it's, but it's if you, the if only you had a ham radio and, the you, only hams. and you knew, you knew like your buddies, you know, call sign and knew what, you know, you guys could meet up on a frequency and yeah, yeah. you know, or you, or be a bunch of people and you could listen to a sermon. Um, and, yeah. and mo- mostly ham radio is used for um, non-monetary means. So if you're trying to make money or use it to make money, that's not what ham radio is for. It's totally free it they won't give you a license if you plan on trying to monetize um your radio for station for lack of better term right and so like you could just project like project your shit out there and do whatever you want with it now what happened on do they like track you down somehow well fancy technologies they, they can they can they're they can track radio signals that's that's a capability that um anybody has the police can actually track radio signals if they hire an individual or know somebody within their department to be like, hey let's just try you know find this signal and follow it um you do have to have a license like, so if you are and and yeah. the, the community holds people to that so if you're on there and you're unlicensed as was sort of shown in this movie mm-hmm they'll hold you to it they'll report you you it's know important. yes yeah. yes it, it they the, the the ham radio community does take themselves seriously mm-hmm. and to keep it free they try to police themselves so that way it can continue to be free in a sense it still takes money to buy the radio to buy all the oh. antenna parts to do that and it's not, expensive yes it can be it's a, an it expensive hobby nowadays i don't yeah. think it was that expensive back then i mean yeah. And, and I think it's still relatively inexpensive now now that you have digital so you don't have to buy a lot of that you can you really just need an antenna that's and, true and, and, and maybe amplifier or, or such but like the what what was shown in this movie is more vintage but like they've gotten away from that and got digital but it, right it can still be expensive yes yes right right our friend uh Tyler uh t-dog as we often call him uh he loves it t-dog uh t-dog is is a ham radio enthusiast as we like to call him um and he might have something 
to offer. Maybe we'll bring him into the studio sometime and talk to him about the uh, the nuances of ham radio. Yeah, yeah. But I and, and um, I don't believe that the way that the signal propagated in this movie to back oh. and forth in, in, time, in zones. time I don't think that really happens that's not a thing no I don't think oh. so but, I can't talk to my grandma but you can no no you you couldn't you couldn't oh. you couldn't you I would, was getting ready you, if you had the um uh data and antenna power or the amplification power and an antenna big enough or small enough I guess I'd I'm not sure how that works I am not a ham radio expert but you could potentially talk to somebody in in space. So, okay, you you yeah, on with the right conditions, so you is could. The, is the ham radio the same thing we see the like a CB radio that we see the the truckers driving? I around think with? it it is, is similar. It similar. I think it is similar. I don't think you need to have a license for that because I think CB might stand for closed band. Okay, might oh, I? Oh. I don't. I think you're right. I. That sounds. That I, sounds more like times than I've not. I'm before. wrong, so I could be potentially be wrong. It sounds like well, something I've heard before. Your your distance isn't as good because apparently ham runs about 375 times more powerful. So yes, so you can speak to people around the world. To, yeah. I'm yes. assuming that's or, that's why okay. truck semi truck drivers, long haul drivers, they have CB radios because you're really just talking to people probably okay. a mile to two miles within you. I I don't know. Um, if you're a, a long haul driver and you listen to us, uh, drop a comment or uh, email us at the amateur movie review at gmail.com. Let us know. And also, if you've ever been with the Lot Lizard, I'm curious about that. Oh, oh I would like to know as well. Josh wants your. Um, what with uh, a star rating? It must be a star rating. Yeah, he, yeah, he would like a review. Yeah. yeah, he wants a review. Yeah, he or wants to know if that's where he should start hanging out. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. I simply just want to hear about it because yeah. I think it's fun. I like to hear about the nuances of human society. So if you have a story, yeah. TB's the guy with the with the notepad hanging outside the bathrooms. Yep. I'm the one with the binoculars just watching, <laughs> and Joshua's the one standing inside. And, I do the health inspections. Right. I swab the glory holes. Yeah, he's got the white you know? gloves on, and he's yeah. like, hey, I can jump in there anytime. No, I'm, I'm there for health reasons. You know? uh, like, I don't want, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was the brief history, or uh, or just a brief explanation of what the ham radio is. Um, my source was Wikipedia. But if you're interested in more, you can go to uh, ARRL.org and learn more about ham radio there. What is the Amateur Movie Review Hour? Before we began our podcast, the three of us curated a list of approximately 100 movie genres. We then fed that list to a magical random generator that we used to provide us with the movie genre. The three of us take turns choosing movies to watch that fit into the chosen genre. We then watch that movie and attempt to return bi-weekly to review and discuss that movie. The only movies that we have banned are Marvel and DC movies from the past 15 years. I am not a professional movie reviewer. I just love to watch movies and then review those movies with my friends and you, my fellow screen fiend. The movie that was watched this time 
the last movie in our Dennis Quaid movies uh, rotation is Frequency. The writer was Toby Emmerich. The director was Gregly, Gregory, I want to say Hoblet, but it could be Hoblet. I, I, I don't know where the pronunciation is. It might be Hoblet. But. I think there'd be two B's if it was Hoblet. Okay, okay. We'll go Hoblet. Hoblet. No, I think it's just Hoblet because there's an L also, so there's there's no necessity for two B's. Okay. Well, Greg, if you uh, want to shout out about your <laughs> hey, name Greg. and how we meant to pronounce it. So <laughs> Let us know how you like your name, Amateur said. Movie Review uh, at gmail.com. Yep, That's great. yep. The amateur, the amateur Movie Review Hour at gmail.com. Uh, the top billed actors are Dennis Quaid and Jim Caviezel. The year was 2000. The runtime was 118 minutes. Uh, Josh, why this movie? So I chose this movie because it came out when I worked at Blockbuster. And okay. uh, like the diggings on a great or good movies that he starred in were very limited in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like he's a great co-star. Um good in a in an ensemble, I think. Probably missed out on some roles in weird ways. I think he could have been like like imagine him in like a like an Ocean's Eleven movie or something oh. like that. Oh, he'd be fun. You know what I mean? He'd be great. Yeah. He'd be great. Or like any of these new movies where they do lots of ensemble. He I stayed think he away from his it. Time. He did a little bit. Yeah. I think he really missed He was his always time. the co-star or the slight star. It's never been anything big. So this movie I, I saw when I worked there, and I've always it's always kind of stuck with me, and it kind of removed from the what movies that you both chose as well. Sure. As far as Dragonheart and uh, Enemy Mine, so it wow. is sci-fi, but you know it's 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 a much different sci-fi. Like, it is. Like it, it it it's a much different sci-fi. There was no nobody created the technology. It just happened to be a rip in time. Right. To me, this movie was kind of a new um, a new beginning for him because he had already done his stuff. Yes. Um, my original choice, is a, as you guys know, was going to be Undercover Blues. Mm-hmm. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't pr- procure it for our, our, our movie hour. So that's why I changed it to Enemy Mine. So, the, so mine was an, like an early 80s fair. Yours was kind of the latter. And, and then Josh went with that this movie that he, where he's playing the dad and mm-hmm. and that was kind of not something that this was I the would, beginning of his dad this was the too. beginning of yeah, his dad this was roles. the yeah. first i want to say yeah. if I'm not, but, well but, no Cunder Girl blues it was dad sure. that was, was a baby he was a baby and yeah. and don't forget he was he there he was aging in this movie but he was technically old enough to be that kid's dad yes uh in the in the older way, I mean, he was he, he, yeah, he was a good ten like years 18, older 20. than who played the, the gal who played his wife in this. Yes, if not older, I mean, he was maybe he was because she was she was quite young she was like this. thirty when she was playing this role. He was definitely not forty. He was probably closer to fifty. Yes, so he was old enough to be the the kid's grandpa or the the dad in the latter years, and then they just threw a little bit of uh, baby powder in his hair, and they're like, <laughs> "You're a grandpa now," and. That's fine, but it really was the start of, hey, he's old now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a couple years after this was that, was that 2005 or 2006? Maybe it was even sooner. 
I with the the baseball movie about the I think yeah. it was the Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he, I forgot he, he about went, that. He, he did, goes he, out. He, it was like did, yeah. that movie. I believe it was like right after this. Oh, I was it working was. in it a was. theater during it, that time. It was, what was that? It's within like five or so years. It was the rookie. Well, the rookie, yeah, and yeah. he was, he was. But he did that, doing... and then he did the movie where he like had like seventeen kids or whatever it was. Oh yeah, and it he was, was the dad. It wasn't cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, was it was it? the remake of Chip. It was the remake of uh, mine, yours, and and hers, yours, mine, yours, and ours, mine or whatever. And ours, yeah, whatever. he did a bunch of remake Disney movies because he sure. did the the. Was um, also in a, uh, the. Uh, the Parent Trap. Yes. Yeah, he did. You. He did some remake. He did some Disney remakes, and that's what you kind of fall into when you're that aging star. Um, and he should never have done that because that was the most ridiculous well, thing. Number one, it don't probably remake. Made him a good, lot of money. I don't know if it. Well, he probably made a little bit of money on it. I but it, I think it hurt his career. Yeah, and, possibly. And it also hurt. Like there was no reason to remake those movies. They were fine. Leave them alone. Um. But, uh, I mean, I think Frequency was one of those movies because he he was still playing the dad role, but he was playing a young dad earlier yes. on. He looked fine. He looked great. Like, he looked like a good young dad. And I think when he probably played that role, he was probably closer to my age, you know? Sure, yeah. Or my age now, not my age then. I think he got sort of typecast because of the Disney movies that he did or Disney-like movies that he did. Um but he still stepped out of that zone. Like he he went on to do, you know, he did Switchback. Switchback uh, was he, pretty he, good. He did he did. Uh, oh, I can't remember the top of my head right now. Uh, but it was another. He was a detective. It was a serial killer movie. Um, it was it wasn't great. It was all right. But, but don't it forget, didn't do Switch, well. Switchback was early two thousands. It was yes. kind of in the in the between of all these movies. Yes. But back in the day, I think he had that thing where he could have gone. Into, sure. Like I, and I hate to say it. Um, the um, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, mm -hmm. Horseman. Uh, terrible yeah, movie. Horseman. Oh, but Horseman was terrible. Uh, Great Balls of Fire. Terrible, terrible movie. As far as I'm concerned, I hate biopics. I think they're unnecessary sure. most of the time. They're biased. Uh, they're yeah, they're incredibly biased. But he did such a good job. He made um. What's his? What was his name? Elvis. Uh, what was it? What was his name? Jerry oh, Lee. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. He made him look handsome because Jerry Lee Lewis wasn't that handsome a guy. I mean, he was an okay guy. That's why he fucked his cousin. Well, who doesn't want to do that? that me. Most, yeah, I most of us. Most that. of us. Gross. But at the same time, Jerry Lee Lewis was not that great a looking a guy. And then you threw a really handsome actor into that role. And of course. he created a huge following for Jerry Lee Lewis that he didn't have before in the new generation. Sure. So let me backpedal. I'm just going to say this okay. to all my cousins. Like, it's not that I don't find you attractive. It's just <laughs> like, I have a slight bit of morality that says don't do that. Yeah. But yeah. if that wasn't there, sure, you know, R there's a weird. lot of, if I learn anything from pornography, lines are meant My to be broken. My cousins are mostly ladies. <laughs> I have two boy cousins, or actually I have more than that because I have my, you've met some of my other cousins who are boys. I just love you as cousins. Yes. And, and the end. And we're not, you Let's know, just move royalty. on. That's probably a good idea to move <laughs> sure, on. Yeah. 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 Um,
This isn't well, the amateur movie Cousin Fucker yeah, Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not, we're not it, here to review Cousin Fucker. Let's stuff. review our cousins. <laughs> Who's the hottest cousin? Top, top you've five ever... list. Here we go. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't really have anything more to say right now about it. I, I think, no, well, like well, I said, well, except I love the fact that Captain Holt is in this. Like he did, he did the like perennial didn't, cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he didn't have too much. I, I wish he had more screen time, but. It it would have been unnecessary. Even the stuff that they and also did the, like, it you was just can't. You don't I have enough time. Terrible. You don't I have enough it time. Was so boring. He played the exact same yeah. role. Like that he plays on his other show. I was just happy show. to see him. I, I like him. I mean, I'm sure he's a a sweet person, but he is such a boring actor. He plays the exact same act. Everything he does, same facial expressions, at all times. Boring. He executed it great, though, in uh, the Brooklyn Nine Nine, though. Like, that oh, is, he's that is great. Uh, like, no, love because he does always it, my captain. He, Holt. He's so like, like, but, but when he was on his other show, it was on. It was the just like NYPD exact, yeah, Blue or whatever. Was that it? He was. Uh, was it? It was one of those shows. But yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He does such a great job of it. But he's playing so against type. Sure, yeah. Sure. I mean, he's playing a gay cop, and sure. I love it. <laughs> On this, show, he's literally watching this movie, watching his facial expressions. It was annoying the shit out of me because I was like, <laughs> "You are just playing the same guy you play." I don't think he had figured out how to play himself yet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I think it was too early in his career, like his popular career or his cop career, TV yeah. cop career because he only he's only ever played a cop yeah at least a, a lot of his roles he has played a cop yeah like i he's played other roles where he wasn't but i would say a majority of what i've seen him in he's yeah. usually played some type yeah. of cop or figure of that that uh, it was cool to see Toby M or not Toby Emmerich, um, the other Emmerich. What's it? Noah Emmerich. Noah That's Emmerich. Right. Yeah. I, well, I when I when I was doing this, I was been, like, he's done so much. I well, mean, yes, that was he's his done thing. so much. Yeah. Sure, but he was they are the best friend. They are brothers. Toby, the writer of this uh -huh. movie, and Noah yeah. are brothers. And he's. That's why he's done so much. But he always sure. played the best friend of the main character in yeah. all the movies that he's been in. And Truman he didn't. Show. He, he didn't. He literally didn't age for like. 30 years yeah yeah up until the tv shows that he's what was he on i think even if you, you just his hair's white now if you just dye mm -hmm. his hair back like it's like oh, okay he looks young you look five what years was he on older the americans or yes, something yeah, yeah he yeah. was he that's where i started seeing him a little age uh, like a little bit aged but at the same time he still looks exactly like himself yes you know he yes. really hasn't changed too much well, enough with that. Why don't you uh, crack these drinks and get into uh, our spoiler-filled review? That was oh. two, not three, because Megan did it early. Oh. I missed last the time, The Megs. Yeah, he and he missed one. it last time. Yeah, he didn't have so one. So I'm the only consistent one. <laughs> yeah, yes, you, this is yeah. true. The year is 1969, and the place is Queens, New York. We know this because the DJ on the radio's radio tells us. A disembodied voice explains about the third dead nurse found that week, and other details about the previous murders, and about an aurora borealis, as the camera follows a gas tanker as it exits the George Washington Bridge. Now, at that point, they show a lot of solar flares going on. Is yeah, that connected the, to the aurora borealis? I, I, I think that's what they're trying to say. Um, I don't remember what the 
scientist guy says and like i don't know some scenes later i didn't put it in he, there all he says big. is something about like radio waves are going to be doing strange things in technology sure. blah 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 but i yeah. um um if i do remember my science correctly the radiation that does come from the sun from solar flares when it does come in contact with the van allen belt which is the radiation magnosphere that surrounds us those radiation particles are hitting the atmosphere and causing that so yes solar flare radiation you can email me if i'm wrong i'd love to be corrected i think he created tachyon particles Ooh. which everybody knows those are directly connected to time to travel. time travel yeah it, it it, it I think it leads that way, but it doesn't really say yes. That's that's what's going on. What's going on? A front loader does not see the gas truck coming off the exit and spills its cargo. The truck driver slams on his brakes, and the tanker and the truck are separated as the tanker flips and collides with another vehicle. Fire trucks are dispatched to the George Washington Bridge. We meet Frank Sullivan, a firefighter, played by Dennis Quaid. The firefighters arrive to the scene, and it is dire. The tanker could explode any moment, killing the two guys that are trapped in a power substation vault underground. Not listening to his commander, Frank runs for the vault. But it is tense, and Frank rescues the trapped workers in time for Frank to return home to his wife Jules, played by Elizabeth Mitchell. This is one of the John. this is one of the two times uh, where he goes like he once once he gets into the hole. Or into the area, he goes, "Give me my gear," and it's nothing but the axe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, give me my gear. I think you just mean axe, Frank. <laughs> give me my gear. <laughs> give me that thing, that stick that I like to hit things with. He's like, "I'm gearing up." We flash forward to October tenth, nineteen ninety nine. Johnny Sullivan, played by Jim Caviezel, and his girlfriend are breaking up. We learn that Johnny is a detective. We also learn he likes to drink alone at at the baseball field. Johnny returns home to find his childhood friend, Gordo, and his son, Gordo Jr., played by a real young Michael Sarah. Yeah, and that that kind of like shot me. I was like, oh, look at that. Uh -huh. look at this little... Yeah. This little, look at you, little, little George nugget. Michael. This little yeah. nugget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, four years later, maybe a little bit less than that. It would, yeah. He's, yeah. he's up doing uh, yeah, arrested development. Young Gordo Jr. goes and rem rummages through some of Johnny's stuff to look for fishing gear and finds a chest. And in that chest, they find Frank's old ham radio. I think it was more of a hurt locker. Ooh. Because there was a lot of feelings inside there. Well, there. Yeah, there was. There was a lot of feelings in there, and a shotgun. That's a Chekhov shotgun, Might too. Might have been a portman, too. But they attempt to use the ham radio with no success. Linda, Gordo's wife, comes over to collect Gordo and J Gordo Jr. Later that night, as Johnny drinks, as he dwells upon the upcoming anniversary of his father's death, a voice emanates from the ham radio. The two shoot the shit over the 1969 Mets, but Johnny is left clueless as the signal cuts out. Flashback, as Jules tells Frank to give it a rest. He cracks a pane of glass on the den door, and we see it reflected in the future. So right here, this is when this movie is cracked and busted. Because cannot change the future in any which way. No. If it was possible, it would be so instantaneous that no one would know about it. There's no duality. Your mind is not capable of retaining 
multiple factions of your life for long times. And I, I believe when they were when when in on the television in 1969, when that scientist was talking about the aurora borealis, uh, he was bringing up string theory. Or was it in 99? May have been in 99. In the current like yes. television? Co- yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. As when Johnny was watching it. They and were talking about yeah. string theory, and I think that would be it. Is It would be just, it would be another, par- you just like, Parallel wh- whether you move yeah. left or right, up or down or whatever, it's now a different time. It can only affect in. your future. It cannot affect the past. Yes, yeah. Yeah, there's no way. Everybody you- thinks it's fucking, uh, what is it? Um, Back to the Future. Sure, yes. Yeah, but we don't know anyways because Back to the Future is still just fictional and time travel is still just a thing that is yet to be done. It is that kind of weird thing where it's like, why aren't you remembering it? And why don't you know what's going on? But at the same time, um, and it is hard because you're kind of watching this. You're like, really? Like, why don't you know what's going on? Sure. But they are so, it, like, it is during this Aurora Borealis. And I think that's why they, they introduced that to us. Yes. Because you're kind of like, this is the only time this can happen, and this is why you're you're allowed to see things. No, as they why happen. is it one person, even though sure. other people have had contact with that, and their brains are being rewritten, but only one person oh, that's, is cognitive of it. Oh, he's only cognitive of it because he's the one who's doing it. But once the other guy finds out it's time travel, nothing happens weird to him. Which no, they uh, uh, the the big bad never finds yeah. out. Never finds that out. He, he finds out when his hand is fucking. Well, away. well, he, he well he he well, right he re, sure but sure it's happening yes right yeah. then. That's and the thing is, though. Yeah. Why is he seeing that? Why is everything? He it's he has no idea we, about the time travel factor. We sure. have to like even we though have it's not time, time it. travel, it is time sure communication and, and seeing this is where the movie breaks down and all of its logic. I had a, I had a lot more problems this time watching it well, than I have. I will tell you at the end my theory on why this these things are happening. Sorry. Okay. So Frank, his family, a bunch of other families, his fire cop buddies, and his crime cop buddies, they all gather at the house to watch the first game of the 1969 big baseball game. One of Frank's crime cop buddies, Satch, played by Andre Bauer. Yep gives young Johnny and young Gordo game three tickets to the 1969 big baseball game. Flash forward, Johnny and a much older Satch investigate a crime scene. The camera lingers on a skeletal hand. We flash back to Frank reaching out to Johnny. The conversation is about how Johnny knew the Mets could win the would win the first game. Johnny hears Frank say Little Chief, which affects Johnny. An exchange of, are you fucking with me, happens... Small fire. A small fire happens in Frank's time, and the effect can be seen immediately in Johnny's time. Johnny attempts to warn Frank about his death. Johnny gives him advice as the signal cuts out. Johnny tells Gordo about his dad, and Gordo looks concerned, as if he has no idea what he's talking about. Well, it's because he's standing in the fucking rain yeah, like a psycho. I, I agree. <laughs> like no anybody- other. <laughs> If he would have said, hey, come here, come to my house, I have something to tell you, yeah. that'd be I, fine. I, I agree. I as you think... stand in the middle of the street as it rains, even Gordo, like, what the fuck, man? I think John Caviezel was a poor choice for um, for the, the son in general. Um, 
and I I feel badly for saying this, but every role he's ever played, I always think that there's some darker side to him. And this is a movie that you really didn't need a darker side. Like he well, kind of needed he he had a, a little bit of a dark side, but it was supposed to lighten up towards the end. They and he still looked like he had a dark side. They needed to they needed him to be so dark in the beginning that when this movie ended, you're like, oh, of course, that's all he needed. But he still looked dark. Sure, yeah, but but it was a, much he, better than what it looked guy. like in like the first scene where he's or this entire movie where he's just drinking pints of uh, Bushmills, I think, all the time. Yeah. I don't. I, so I'll say this he's to what you're not saying: a really pleasant looking person. There was a roller coaster with it, and it had to do with the changes. So, boom, I'm down. I find my dad. I you know on the thing. I save my dad. Yada yada yada. Boom. Then the next part is. Then the the next part. So he's like he's literally on a sure. roller coaster where there are times where there is a positivity to it, but then it's like oh fuck, I'm back here again. He doesn't have that in him as an I, actor. I think it, I think it showed nah. a bit, but it he's wasn't like, like nah, it wasn't I'm profound all the time. It wasn't like profound. Well, it wasn't like he had much to be happy about anyway. It was like from from doing what he did here and then getting going to where end, it comes after. He didn't look happy at the end. Well, I think that's just down to acting it was internal yeah, it that's, was drunk, a, that's how he is i think yeah. it was supposed to be his part of internalizing because and i'll go to the this is my last point i'm going to make about the movie we'll talk about that later i think that's how he is i don't think he's a great actor i just mm. he just annoys the shit out of me watching him and this is one of the, this is the first time i ever saw him and oh yeah not my he did the um the ashley judd movie um what was the one? Uh, oh, where he's like the killer with, or whatever? Yeah. He played Morgan. the killer a couple times. I will say this. There was a great line that happened in the com- the first conversation between uh, um, John and Francis. Frank Francis. Sure, sure. And it was um, something along the lines of, yeah, in the future, you know what they're going to be teaching people about? They're going to be teaching the Bill of Rights, baseball, and I can't remember. <laughs> Rock the and roll. Rock and roll. It's like this fucking... Whoa, this guy! Whoa, fucking <laughs> Fucking New York, right there. That's yeah. awesome. I I chuckled quite heartily when that was going on. I I had I laughed quite a bit. I was like, of course, of course. Yeah. Why? I, it's, it's it's the Constitution, baseball, and rock and roll. That's only on because it was on the East Coast. Had it been set in Middle America, it would have been the Constitution, baseball. Actually, it would have been the Constitution, guns, then baseball. Mm-hmm. Those are all fun things too. Though. Well, I, I agree. Guns are that. fun. And my parent, I'm my... just meaning just just different regions, right, of right. America. Yeah, that California, they're like surfing and you know yeah. just you know helping the poor. Ah. <laughs> uh, Maybe some of the people in California. <laughs> in Nine Inch Nails. Not Nine Inch Nails. My grandparents were already out of New York by that time, but I can't tell you how many times I asked my grandparents why they didn't have a New York accent, and they're like, because we can read. Sure. Like, I don't that, understand. And, they're, and they're like, they we don't were, understand the accent either. They were in Queens, and from very little that I know, when you're talking about a city that is 10 million people, you're going to get variations of the English oh, my language. Gra- my grandparents were from Brooklyn. I I, no, yeah. I understand. And I'm not, I'm not like, saying that, that they did that they necessarily did, but there are cultures of oh. of families oh, yeah. that just lead into that. And yeah. 
and it is and it is regional depending. Brooklyn was very accent like yes like definitely. they were very accented and only if and you my grandparents to be. were Irish sure they were Irish uh both sides of the family yeah and but they, the Irish really weren't they around were, most of the, 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 they were but they weren't I would say it's mostly like Italian Jew um I can say that I, the Jewish. Irish were pretty prevalent <laughs> uh they were they were prevalent, prevalent but it was but like they were kind of my grandparents were just kind of like i don't understand why people sound like that yeah. and and they left they didn't leave until like the they left uh in the late 50s i would say uh they went up to they were in albany for like three years and then they came to arizona so they were just kind of like and they were born and raised in in brooklyn their parents were from you know but they were just like i don't we don't really understand this really like new york accent like it really bothered them a little bit they were just sure. kind of like i don't understand it sure um it's partially in combatant to like the you know the new england accent they're like hey really okay I, I think that's and that the whole was, thing. And that was George's side of the family, the New England thing, um, which is also weird because his mother doesn't, she has the accent a little, like a very, like light. It's like, it's like Pepsi light. Um, people at his aunt's funeral, people asked, um, were you not raised in the same household? And they- it's like- yeah that's like protestant whisper yeah they were just like uh no my well my mother-in-law was like no we were raised in the same household and they said how come you got, like she had a really heavy um so for the practice of of um, megan's not just throwing out names george is her her husband who's a, oh. a saint man that married her and deals with <laughs> i'm here to review a review a, a, oh, a so let's continue we are yeah. so out of control it's all this beer Keep going. that josh made me drink josh made me drink more beer before we came here at least yours says light on it mine says juice juice he loves juice in flashback frank stands away from the rest of his fire cop crew during his shift or tour he watches the big baseball game as what johnny has predicted comes true top of the ninth Al Weiss hits game-winning RBI to win game two, and the Buxton Warehouse fire alarm. Frank and his partner, partner enter the building to rescue, rescue a trapped girl. Flash forward, Johnny, Satch, and Gordo are getting beers in memory of Frank. Flashback, Frank looks around the building. He gets trapped after a flight of stairs collapses. Flash forward, the three men are reminiscing fondly. Flashback, Frank is still trapped, but he finds the girl on the upper floor. Fast forward, Johnny's vision is starting to blur and his, he his hearing becomes distorted. Flash back, the escape ladder is jammed and the words of his son from the future echo in Frank's ears. Frank heeds the advice and makes it out of the collapsing building alive with the girl. Memories that were never there before now populate into Johnny's memory. Flash forward, Johnny asks Gordo and Satch about Frank dying in a fire. They look confused. And Gordo tells Johnny that Frank died from cancer in 1989. So that's another curve in history. That little girl lived. What did she oh, yeah. do? What What's did going she on do? over there? Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, you got branches on top of branches coming here, man. Sure. She probably didn't live very long. You think she died in like the ER or something like that? No, she's no, yeah. no she's just like. They said she was a runaway. Yeah, she's yeah. a runaway. She probably yeah. ran away. Her name yeah. was Jane, I bet. 
Oh, not another teen movie. I hope we do that one. For you. I know. Yeah, that's. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, she's had a gun. It is a, a whole movie. different story. Yeah. All right, keep going. Rock and roll. We flash back. Frank desperately tries to contact Johnny. Frank and young Johnny have a father and son moment. Future Johnny returns home, looks through old clippings to confirm his new memories. He notices new words have been burnt into the desk where the ham radio sits. Johnny and Frank are elated. They spend time updating each other about their lives. Johnny tries to convince Frank to quit smoking. They have a tender I love you moment. Johnny calls his mother. Flashback. Frank goes to visit Jules in the hospital. Flash forward. There is a green green tinted dream sequence of a funeral wake that disturbs Johnny's slumber. Johnny calls his mom, but instead he keeps calling Noah's Deli. Johnny visits his ex. However, she barely recognizes him as a friend of Gordo and Linda only. That that was this was my problem with it kind of cuz you went like as soon as the dad is is alive again, all of a sudden this montage of memories pops in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they're talking for God knows how many hours about bullshit or whatever and it's montage as well. The big game. Then you got another montage thing going on. So it's a lot of... I, I get it. You're trying to do this like flow of things, but it was a little too much, in my opinion, the way they did it because it was back to back to back to back. This what, is a very Disney film. It, and they it, were it doing a lot of DC. I mean, don't forget about the... Don't forget about the last song of the movie. It oh, like, I have I have a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't have a lot, but I have a good I have a good joke. This this yeah. ties hope, into my whole theory about <laughs> everything, by the way. It's like this is this is to make fathers and sons want to hug each other. Yeah. This, like this yeah. movie turned oh, into no, that. Yeah. Right, we'll talk I, about it this, when we come this, to this. This is the one one part that I was like, okay, this is the only part that is actually believable between these two. Like the way that it was edited actually seemed pretty good. Like it was probably some of the best acting in this movie. Just my opinion. Yeah, and you know what? What? He had no courtesy for the timeline of life, <laughs> and he just gave all this information to his father. It obviously this- spoiler. It does help because the knowledge furthered the thing, and that. But that's the only that's the only moving purpose of it. It's though. a butterfly effect situation. It is. Yeah. It is. Was was this also the part where where uh, Johnny tells Gordo? Uh, yeah. Yahoo. yeah. Okay. This yeah. was that same. This was that same. Yeah. So Gordo jumps on. There, he's like, oh, "You got two minutes, Gordo. Then you get off here." <laughs> Shitty accent. You sound just like him. I'm, I do. I studied pretty hard all week. And Johnny's like, yeah, say Yahoo. Don't forget it. Yahoo. I wish he would have went Yahoo. (laughs) That would have been great. And remember, everybody, this was the year 2000 when all all of them were trying to fight for uh, search engine supremacy. supremacy. I I think I may have jumped the gun on that. Nope, nope, nope. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I did jump the gun a little bit on that. Johnny shows up to work fighting a hangover. Satch confronts him. A different Satch. True. That, it, that it, Satch, it, well, yes, that's he looked right. a lot older. Eyes were sunken in. Yeah. There was like no. So I think his, he was, I think in this version, he was like a single man or something like that. That was like married to the job, in yeah. my opinion. You know what okay. I mean? There probably could have been some other sure. information out there that they didn't put in, but. It basically, whatever happened with the wife not being there, that affected his life. I think yeah. that's what they were trying to like kind of give you. Probably. I, I could see that. 
No, I think they were just trying to age him. But then you think from one scene to the next? Because he looked fine in the scene right before that. It 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 may, this, it may the, have because two because, scenes apart, one of them yeah. came in and he had like to make black crack, and it's really hard. They to made make black, black crack. crack exactly. Yeah, you can't make black crack. But the, um, I'm just saying, story wise, he looked fine the entire time. So they ruined. It. So you're so either they, either they you had a shitty life. fucking makeup so artist. They or? ruined his life to make their lives better. No, no, I no, I, I no, think, no, I think no. what Josh is saying is that. Like the 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 death of the of butterfly Jules, effect, like with all, the death yeah. of Jules. No, that's what I mean. Affected his may, life. May, that's maybe exactly they got divorced. What I mean. may, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So they they bettered their lives and made his life worse. Well, it it didn't get that better. That would be a better. That would be Jules a butterfly. Died. His mom yeah. died. It didn't get better. Jules died. So like he he had a good he had one good day where he's like, yay, my mom and dad yeah. were alive. And oh, I remember so, that. My dad okay. only you know my, I was with my dad. And he he got a Mustang, and he taught me how to hit baseball yeah. good. Like he and had that, those all that was rewrote because just because he died. went to the hospital. Yeah, and the the she wasn't supposed yeah. to be there and see that drip that was he was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah she she saved his life yeah. and ruined briefly. And, I, and here's one thing I got to say about that: I think he was trying to kill himself right there. Uh, I'm sure. I think there was a little bit of regret after killing the the women he did. Oh, and I don't he think he had a regret. I think he didn't want to get caught. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I I I don't know why. Well, he, we can just we, drive we don't, somewhere. We don't <laughs> like, ever get close told, to Canada. We don't ever get told why. I mean, if why the killer try ends to kill up themselves, they're in, not gonna... in the hospital. We but never when you know see that. his face, it's so different from when he was like he was a cop the whole time. Yes. So it's so different from that point to the next. He's like he's got like a shaggy beard. Um, and he he's like he looks drug addicty, like almost well, like veteran cop. That's what they look like. And it was also New York. Did they say during... he was undercover? Who? Johnny? No, the Or the killer. The killer. killer. They didn't say he was they undercover. Didn't say they that. they, they yeah. just he was said they dressed did, yeah, like Jack, an undercover job. An yeah, undercover cop. Sure, but yeah. he was also during the time of New York being like not well, it wasn't, great. No, it wasn't. Like there was a lot of drug use happening yeah. during well, I I think it was a couple years off. This was still 1969. He would never so it have wasn't been a big to, like heroin craze yeah. yet. I yeah. think that but was a said, couple years off. He would never have been able to drive he, to dress right, so like he that. He would not as, have been an undercover cop, but he said he he said he was homicide at the whatever precinct he yes, was at. Yes, he did. He did. So say he's that. a homicide detective. So I think this they is just my opinion. They didn't dress like that back then. That's what I'm saying. As, yeah, they just they he, made a mistake. In my opinion, yeah. I think that he killed his mom. He started killing some other people. Maybe he got a little weird. And he tried to OD, but whatever they were giving sure. him, which was Benadryl. Yeah, it was Benadryl. They that said she they put him on a ben, they him. put him on a Benadryl drip, and then the other thing was what would have killed him. Yes, so it brought him out of it. But yes. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yes, that well, I'm they, reaching. They, they, no, they did. They I I they showed that. I think that's what happened. I I, I believe they never come out and so say that. So that's how at he all. dies. That's he how the was, Nightingale I, I think, murder. I think dies. that's how he was supposed to die. Exactly. Was that when when it gets explained? Well, they do sort of explain it. Johnny explains it, then but now that doesn't mean it's deaths. true because yeah. they don't have any evidence to back that up. They, it's only a speculation, as Johnny goes on to say. Now you know about the, the murdery people. Is the Nightingale murderers? Was that a real thing? I, 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 in uh, my head, not, it sounds no. right, but I might be taking it the from this Nightingale movie. The Nightingale murders was a it, dorm room at a at a nurse's college. Don't you remember? Like that was. I thought. Well, we. That's not about. one that I'm up on. So it was. That would be a new one. It to was me. a nurse's college, and somebody went in there and killed them. It's not. It, it wasn't a serial killer situation. It was just a guy who went in and a killed murder spree. 
a bunch of nurses in a, in a nurse's college. Yeah. So a, sp- a spree killer. It was a spree that, killer. It was that a, what they a be mass psycho murderer, a spree killer. <laughs> um, but it wasn't a serial killer. Not at all. After Satch confronts Johnny, Johnny learns that the his mother was one of the victims of a case that they had been investigating called the Nightingale murders. Johnny and Frank later theorized that their meddling somehow caused the murder of Jules. So we weren't too far off. They formulate a plan to prevent the next murder of Sissy Clark. Nope, nope. That was the second one. Yeah, yeah that was the second one. Oh, I didn't get her name in there. Yeah. So we flash back. Frank goes to the bar where the next victim is before is before she uh, was to be abducted. Flash forward, Johnny has a breakthrough when he goes to research some more. He notices that one file in particular has disappeared. Satch has no idea what Johnny is talking about. Still, the plan worked. There's a scene where Johnny and young Jules talk over the radio. Johnny sells... No, I did jump it. Johnny sells Yahoo uh, to young Gordo and tells him to say Yahoo... Frank and Johnny formulate another plan to save the second victim, Sissy Clark. We flash back. Frank sits in a groovy club watching the next victim of the Nightingale. Flash forward. Johnny interrogates a suspect or a witness. Flashback. Frank uses the bathroom where he is attacked by the Nightingale killer. Played. So Sean Doyle. Yeah, Sean Doyle. Uh, the killer takes Frank's ID. Frank arrives to the victim's apartment to see that he was ex- unsuccessful at saving Sissy Clark. Back at home, Johnny and Frank talk. The killer, Frank tells Johnny the killer has Frank's ID. Johnny wants Frank to put his wallet somewhere safe in order for Johnny to take possession of the wallet in the future because the wallet has the fingerprints on it that could lead them to the identity of the killer. Johnny visits Fred Shepard where he gets backstory on Jack. Johnny heads over or heads on over to confront Jack Shepard. Johnny yeah, he goes to his brother he, he, first. Well, that was, was his dad. He goes to his dad first. Was that the dad? Yeah, that was his no, dad. No. Um, yeah, and that's when we learn that, that his, there, his, there, mother, his mother was also, yeah. murdered. Um, and Johnny has the suspicion that uh, uh, Jack did it. So Johnny goes and find, tracks down uh, Jack at his bar and confronts him. And Jack Shepard says, you don't have shit. You ain't got nothing. Johnny is in the middle of giving Frank the rundown on how, on how to nail Jack when Satch arrives. Satch arrests Frank for the murder of Sissy Clark. During the arrest, the ham radio is knocked off the desk and sustains permanent damage. Frank tries to convince Satch that he was talking with Johnny in the future. So he predicts a play of the big baseball game. Flash forward, Johnny is sitting at the desk reading a news article about Frank and the murder of Sissy Clark. Satch and Jules go to have a cup of coffee while Jack shows up to the police precinct to try and kill Frank. Satch wants to know the truth about the ham radio as Frank sets up a way to escape the precinct. Frank escapes as as Satch is now convinced that something is going on as what Frank predicted has come true in the big baseball game. Frank heads for Shepard's place. Frank and Shepard arrive to Jack's place at the same time. They do this little merry-go-round around a wall. Frank finds the trophies of Shepard's murders. Shepard shoots at Frank as they partake in a foot chase. Now, prior to them all this happening, when Frank is in the cell and um, the other guy, he's... Um, and Jack? Jack shows up, you know, he's, he's taken out, you know, they're about to get in their struggle. And he looks around, and he's like, little MacGyver, then it's MacGyver time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to pull this cord, pour this coffee on the ground. 
wrap this wire around this. And then, and then the MacGyver into the fuse, into the fuse yeah. box. Oh yeah, and then he MacGyver's more. So after he knocks him out with that method, gets on a ladder, a little canister aerosol, and and uh, that's how he escapes, setting off the uh, fire retarded system. I missed that part. That's what happened. That's how he got out. So when he's leaving, there's like the sprinklers are just going off everywhere. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, right? I, yeah, I missed that part. Yeah, I'm a, I must. I was probably so he typing. like he MacGyvered. His way out of there. Yeah, he did. Like no one's ever yeah. MacGyvered except yeah. for except McGruber. for MacGyver, except yeah. for MacGruber <laughs> or MacGruber. Yeah. Yeah. If he had celery, he probably would have been out. Oh yeah, dude. One just put that second. shit in your butt. That that's your all butt. you gotta do. Yeah. You're out. That's all he had to do. Actually, was just ask yeah. for some celery. Uh huh. And he would have been so much like he would have created less stress on everyone. If he just put some yeah. celery They're like, is that a celery oh, plant over there? Yep. He's upside down with the <laughs> celery coming out of his Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't need to ruin the building or the room. We can just put some Oh, yeah. All the water there. damage. You're, you yeah. know about what's going on with that. Yeah. That place is fucked now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's that's a hundred. That's at least yeah. that's that's a, a ten thousand, like the hundred thousand fucking. It's uh, all about remediation salary. job. Yeah. Satch arrives to uh, Shepard's place, sees the trophies, and he now knows that Frank is innocent. Frank eludes Shepard, but not for long. Shepard and Frank wrestle underwater. Shepard escapes. Actually, uh, uh, Frank hits him in the head with something, and Frank thinks that he's dead. Now, see, this is the part where. I agree. I don't. I. I he I, knows about the time travel stuff. I don't know. He. I don't think he knows about. He's got to be travel. fully sold on it because he told he, him. He just knows that this motherfucker's following me around everywhere, and he knows what I'm up. No, 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 no. I'm not saying Shepard. I'm saying his friend. Um, Satch. Oh, oh, Satch. He, sure. Satch, Satch has got to be up on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's like I'm I'm done. Like yeah. Yeah. the minute he heard like shoot like shoot polish the play yeah. everything that happened this yeah yeah satch has got to be all yeah. in like i believe frank but like there's definitely some shit yeah. happening and they don't touch yeah. that for the rest no, of the movie no they don't which is kind of like i said one maybe another deleted and scene so many things like changed that he really shouldn't still be on top of it because things have changed sure like he doesn't sure. like some of that stuff wouldn't have happened probably well, it, it would dad, all take. Yeah, it would. It would all still, be in the future. In the so, same, like, future Satch would be different. Future. Like, like he would. I he in some way, shape, or form. If you he were to know, they would have told him. They'd be like, Satch, you were totally right to believe him because. Sure. No, but if he were to mirror like they were doing to a point to where yeah. this time is moving at the same time. The same time. Uh -huh. Yeah. So at that point, once he is. once yeah. he knows at that point, then his older self technically should have known yes yes technically yeah if, if we're using this movie's logic then yes technically this movie's logic is making me uncomfortable I agree, but at the same Megs. time i enjoy it it makes me it's fun but yes. don't talk don't think about it just no, watch it just watch it it's a movie called frequency about frequencies between radios and space time and don't think about it and don't, don't think, think about, about it. it yeah if you like baseball this is a great movie i like baseball and firefighters <laughs> and the police officers and the future. Yes. Amen. Quote. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. We flash forward. Johnny roams the baseball field at night looking pensive. Flashback. Frank begins repairs on the ham radio and Frank tosses his cigarettes. Now that the repaired radio works, Frank and Johnny talk. Johnny doesn't feel that everything has been set right when both Frank and Johnny are attacked by Shepard in each time of their in each of their timelines. Eventually, Frank gets the drop on Shepard, 
removing his right hand with a shotgun round. Old Shepard, who was in Johnny's future, or future Johnny timeline, his right hand disappears in front of him as the surroundings in Johnny's house warp and flicker into something new. As out of thin air, old Frank cocks the shotgun, fires it as he had in 1969 at Shepard, killing him in 1999. Now that flicker through the house, that was that was that was a woman's touch. It was <laughs> a, it, it it was. That he, he it's has, a woman's yes, touch. Yes, yes. Even though the last house. Oh, you're was, married now. You, yes. you have a woman. Uh-huh. You have a lady uh-huh. friend. Uh-huh. Father, you son. got rid of this fucking 1950s <laughs> furniture that you shouldn't have had at all the entire time. Yeah, why did your mom just leave everything behind? She's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. move into a more futuristic She's house. Like, yeah, you're on your I'm own, gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you here with everything I own. You're such an alcoholic, Johnny. No yeah. one loves you. you. He had every single solitary thing in the house, and she's just like, I "I'm know. gone. I'm moving into a new old lady's house." Yep. So finally, father and son have been reunited. Now the whole family, including a pregnant Samantha, who was the girlfriend in the beginning of the movie. There's a bunch of fire cops, a bunch of crime cops, and a bunch of other people all enjoying a game of softball. We know the Yahoo tip paid off because Gordo has a license plate that says one Yahoo on his Mercedes Benz. A song sung by Brook a song sung by Garth Brooks, one time alter ego Chris Gaines, <laughs> plays as a montage of the Sullivans leads into credits. Roll credits. On a wing and a prayer. Uh, and my only problem here is that why in the world are they automatically like, son, you must take over the household so in the future you can save us all? Because why aren't they still in the house? Like, where did they-, uh, they... They moved. Like, in the montage, the mom there moves. was a moving. Well, the mom had And moved, as we spoke about now- before, too, once the dad's back in the picture, no more kids. No more kids. Yeah, we, we talked about this earlier. Why, why didn't they? they oh, were just Johnny? All- there's just, just Johnny. Johnny? Yeah, there's just Johnny. Just Johnny. And they were banging all the time. They yeah. maybe should have that mentioned, house like, smelled like it's, sex. it's too bad <laughs> that mom and I can't have any more kids, Johnny, because they were banging all the time. They were like, she was b- yeah. barefoot making pasta, and yeah. he was trying to bang her all the time. Exactly. Like what? What? Why didn't they have any more kids? Yeah, they were still kind of young, or at least I think at was, one point he called her his little cream pie. Yeah, he was just like, "Here, how's my little cream pie?" Woo! And she was like all hot and young, and she was only thirty at the in the movie, I think. Yeah. And glistening. Was, I think he was playing thirty, but he was like fifty, or I don't know, forty-five. He, he's he's only he's sixty-nine now. Okay, so he was like forty-five at the time, and or forty. I don't know. But they would have probably, I mean, they were banging. Possibly. They were clearly yeah. banging all the time. And I also have a problem with the fact that they just like, hey, we're going to move out. And also, we're, they don't even acknowledge the firefighter, firefighter infidelity, which is a known thing, you know? Oh, yeah. And a huge suicide rate. Yeah. So. Um, he was just like, he was all happy-go-lucky, but none of his friends killed themselves yeah. or... Actually, I don't know any firefighters who killed themselves. I don't. I don't. I don't. Not personally. I, um, I just I, said they I've didn't. Only, I've only heard. I know. I know. I was cops, just talking about the banging. I know cops have a high suicide rate. So do like, dentists. Sure. Sure. That that one we, we've all heard for horrible. Like, yeah. You I have think to that look has at people's changed mouths. a little though. Yeah. I, I believe. I hope but, you know, so. I hope to the Lord. Let me know where I'm wrong. I think that people are brushing their teeth better now. Oh, I would think so. Ooh, and people doing a lot better than these terrifying things. Like I don't know. Well, 
They, they have delicious. They have I, super I delicious food. I didn't make their teeth. Who? <laughs> English. Who oh, the English. They super do tasty food. Great. Great. Foods. Great food. I love their amazing foods. teeth. Uh, not so much. But their foods are delicious. I, I was being sarcastic in all my oh, comments. Oh, I love their foods. <laughs> I will I eat their food. I'm quite into their foods. I like an English breakfast. It's I, good. I love an English breakfast. I had, well, I have one every now and then. Um, but I also love a good English dinner. That I have not had. It's uh, fun. Did, would you like to know what movie the uh, the song not the song that Garth Brooks sung. Uh, he didn't. He didn't write it. Well, he had a credit in writing it, but he's the only one that sang it. Uh, they lost to the Wonder Boys. the The song oh, from Wonder Boys. That was what, a great movie. I know. I I can't wait till that comes up because I want to watch that movie again. I forgot all about this movie. There's no possible I saw it way in the that theater, and I up. loved it. That was my big movie of the year. I think that was my number one movie of the year. It came if, out. If this podcast I, I goes on was, for 20 years, don't forget. We might I worked. Hit that. I worked in a video store, and I used to compile my sure. list for customers because uh, I was a nerd. And I think Wonder Boys was my number one. I movie love the past for that tense. Year. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. Uh. So, Josh, what, what's your what's your final reaction now that we've gotten through this i'm gonna say this this is one thing we didn't talk about was actually that last scene where they're jumping between the future and the past mm-hmm. and the the correlation and the relevance of it all was actually really cool yeah i, I agree. was i, I like that a lot i it, think that's probably what made me come back to this movie because everything else was just like trivial like oh look at their the mets and this and that and like it was yeah it, it's it's a fun movie you know like but that scene right there was kind of cool but once again time travel yes how it works yes it, it it it's it's who the fuck knows but it like it, it seems like this is not the right one, like theory on it you know what i mean um, the stories and movies that work really well about time travel don't explain it at all i know this movie didn't but the premise behind it was dumb like the reason why why it was time travel was is far-fetched yeah like in the good time travel movies the technology isn't really explained, but it seems feasible enough that you're like, I'll get on board with it. The problem with this movie, it was clearly made for women, uh, especially wow, okay. uh, based on the fucking Garth Brooks. Now, I don't song. see this is where it I was, disagree with that, that completely. That was so horrible. Like, I don't I think that Garth Brooks asshole. part and oh. everything about this movie, why Jim Caviezel sought after it is because he feels it's faith related well, and that everything is, is about he's a well, huge he is, exactly. person and I think that song is more faith related than it is yes. anything else it's yes. a huge faith related that's what song. I'm saying and I don't have a problem with that in general I don't either but I'm just saying that's that's that that's the project why he did it why they put that song at the end oh I and know. I think that it was also made for housewives uh, who are just in love with uh, generic looking boys yeah, because what is he, two years removed from getting his fucking ass whooped as Jesus? Yeah. Um, Not far, I know I, that. But at the same time, I am one of those girls who cr- I cried when the dad showed up with the shotgun and shot the hand off. I am that I am that weird, nerdy person who's like, I love this. I That's great. Second proclamation. Okay. But it's, it is, it's, a t- it's not a great movie, but it is. No. 
it's, it, it's original. It's original. It's fun. And it ha- but it has that thing. It has that thing where you're like, I love that it's a family movie. I love that kids can watch it. I don't love that. I don't care about kids. But That's the thing. I, I think it takes away from it being a sci-fi movie, the fact that all those, a, like I said, all those things happen. Fi- yeah. It's a family film, but it's also generated around the fact that they're basically saying this is all fate, all happenstance, given to yeah. them by the powerful being of the of the universe or whatever. I feel like this is a movie that I would like have watched. I went to Catholic school, and, and this is a, a movie person. we would have watched in Catholic yes. school. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. This is something that we're like, it's yeah, what let's watch this. It's played on Friday afternoon, yeah. on yeah. Friday after school, hey, as you're in the after yeah. program to wait for your parents to but come pick We you get up. to watch a movie today. <laughs> this but it's not evident until... That song at the end. Yes. It's like you're like, you can yeah, go that like, was terrible. it's completely sci fi until they play that, that song. That song ruins, and I I like Garth Brooks. I'm what not happened? saying anything about him. I That movie, or that song rather, just number one, um, I'm not going to say that New Yorkers don't listen to country music, but Probably what, fucking a, what an anti New York movie or song that was. Like, it was just so like, my CBG dad loved was. country music, but he didn't like it until he moved out here to Arizona. They don't listen to it there. They should have made a it's song. A country like, in the Bronx. Like, it's just not a Bucking thing. Broncos you just don't have a lot of country Manhattan music listeners. Changed. It's what CBGB, Country Bluegrass Blues. Yeah, but this movie technically it was changed like, over time. I yeah, it, it was did. it was around that time where CBGB was changing from but, what it was but not and what it turned Garth into. Garth Brooks like no, religious country. No, that, not at that all. Was no. much, uh, that was a that's a very different. That wasn't the kind of country my dad listened to either. My dad liked more of like the blue, blue like you know sure. like the bluegrass. This was this is a uh, very like religious country music that would never be in that that shouldn't have been in that movie. It should have been an old rock and roll song. That's what it should have been. Yeah, I agree. I I agree with 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 how they opened it with rock, and then they're like, "Eh, fuck it, we're just gonna end it with a." Yeah, you I should do it. It should have been Brooks. a little Rick Derringer, you know. Sure, sure. I'm a real American. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better. Like this was just it was. Just- it was done like, oddly. I, th- th- Amer- yeah. America loved it. America enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Yeah. It it doubled its it doubled its budget. Yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, and 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 that probably leads to what you're saying about it being a. I don't want I don't want to say necessarily say a housewife, but aimed at middle America. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's I, gonna be like like the ladies, the ladies sure. like I love it. Outside of the sometimes inability for people to actually make me feel like they were acting in this movie (laughs) i don't think i'll ever rent it again no (laughs) no oh i could watch this movie over and over again i don't think i would it's fun and stupid i love it it's it's uh, it's a feel-good stupid movie it's mindless. I'll say this. I, I think it. I felt the same way I did when I watched it the first yeah, time. Yeah, I know. think I'm going to feel... Yeah, I, I, I'd i have to agree. But I'll with, say this. With, I'm, for me. My 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 skepticism of being in my in my later ages is not as, you know, dominant or, you know, like... like oh, I... That when 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, it's all right. You know, I don't mind sure, it, you know? Sure, sure. You know, I don't, I don't need to think... It's definitely a background movie. 
Because yeah, it's hard. I, if you're yeah, actually paying too much attention, you're like, shut the fuck up. This is stupid. Yes. This doesn't make any sense. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking that as I yeah. was, as as you were talking, I was like, yeah, this would probably be something I'd just throw on if mm-hmm. I was doing some shit around the house. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't find anything. Fuck it. Whatever. I don't mind hearing Dennis, Dennis Quaid's attempt at a Queen's accent. And he's just so I handsome. like to watch Pokemon first movie and cry like a full on man. That's All right. Cool. Cool. Or the Iron Giant. That's a good. That's a classic too. Did you cry? Yeah, of course. I Megan, cry. In, I have did you not, get a little cry? I've never seen it, but I cry in all movies. God, we're not. I always cry. Whatever we, whatever we're picking, the Iron Giant next. Or Megan, you have to do the Iron Giant. Whatever your movie I'm is, I'm not going to Iron Giant. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. You got Harry Connick Jr. with his accent. He's like, I don't even know. I'm here from Mexico, just doing a fucking tour of tour de grass. <laughs> and, and Vin Diesel as the robot. I'm Rock tree. <laughs> this is what led to his amazing career as Groot. Yeah. Oh. Getting paid. Getting hey, paid. Hey, shout out. Um, I hate saying shout out, but fucking shout out to him for getting paid insane money just oh, to yeah. say I yeah. am Groot. Yeah, that is no. like that is like that. No that's one's the ever dream done that I want to do. Give me, give me a bunch of money so I, I can say three words. Do you remember back in the day when it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Every line he puts in the movie, it's like sixty thousand yeah. to a hundred thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, every this is like this on is par, but yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. And it's like anybody can do mm-hmm. that voice just yeah. because it's his name attached to it. Yeah, he might even fucking phone it in from his island that he has where he drives rocket cars around all day. <laughs> You know, and fucking shits out gold bricks. I want to visit that island. But he has like little, like little, little stones that are like, "I love you, Paul Walker." Yeah, you know what those stones are? Gold infinity stones. Yeah, he's like, "I love you, brother. I love you, brother, Paul Walker." Oh, don't don't bring up Paul Walker. He, you know, he loves Paul Walker. I know, but I'm just saying. I, I, I was never a big fan of his. Except for in Varsity Blues. Yeah. Uh-uh. Blew the walls uh-uh. off we of that just, shit. No, we were just talking about one of his great movies earlier. Um, Running Scared. Yeah, Running Scared is actually really one of, we my, just one of my favorite movies of his. Oh, I don't know if I've watched that trash. We oh. literally talked about it earlier. It's not Pokemon first uh, movie, though. Vera, f- uh, Vera from Megan. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure and I fucked that name. She was super up. hot back then. Oh, it still oh. is. Uh, she's a little, yeah, she's a little older now. I, except, d- except for the part where she portrays a charlatan. Her little weird in sister. In The Conjuring, is, the, the, oh, the yeah. Warrenses. She's, because I told scammers. you she's older. Oh, well, I know. I, but her little sister's not, doesn't her, have her looks. That's her, I thought that was that's her, her daughter. Sister. That's her oh. little sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, they sure. Hey, I, you, you could have fooled me. I thought it was her daughter. No, it's her little sister. They have a very large uh, gap in their ages. I will give either one of you 20 bucks if you can tell me within a million dollars what the box office was on that. I, on, oh, on what? On um, your fucking movie you just talked about, Running Scared. Running Ooh. Scared. Uh, so the Ooh. box office wasn't great. It really hit big on, um, I think, on, like, v- like well, back then it was DVD and... And then later on um, HBO, I'm gonna go 15 million. 
Wait, wait, oh, you mean overall? Like box office overall? I'm just looking at a number. This is box office. Box oh, office. Bo- overall. Yeah, okay, it didn't, overall. It didn't, oh, do uh, a, it didn't do a box I'm gonna, office. I'm going to go, tw- I'm gonna go I 22. Go like, yeah, I'm going to go, go like 22. low 20, like high high teens. Both owe me 20 bucks. It's uh, 9.7 million. Damn it. Of yeah. your trash movie. I will pay you $1 you over the next 20 that, years. That's one of those movies <laughs> that fine. didn't. I'll be that, good by that. That movie's very famous. It just didn't get famous until it hit. Yeah. V, well, I uh, DVD. it was DVD and then uh, HBO, yeah, or or TM, whatever, like cable. It was too comic booky, like the way that it was shot. It was too comic book. It was one of those movies that a lot of not people thought me. it was like I, I three different movies. Sure, yes, I, I think exactly. a lot of people thought it was three different movies. And remember when um, they had the whole like the side story about the kid who was kidnapped? And yes, then she, she saves him. Yes, that used to always be on the. Um, I need to know boards on IMDb back when they had the I need to know boards. People okay. were like, I saw this movie where this, this this happened. And it's like, that was one of those weird movies where everybody thought that was a completely separate movie. Oh, sure. And they're like, I saw this movie and this kid was kidnapped and the, this lady like saved. Like, that is literally a that's a movie that has all the they're like no that was a separate movie it's like all right no, one was. more one more bit of trivia for 20 bucks each once okay. again can you name paul walker's character in that movie nope i don't remember people you can names. go if you want to would you like to trevor otherwise you can move on to the next question yeah i'm gonna have to take a pass i don't remember people's names yeah i'm not good like i i know that movie i just don't know his name um this is our warm-up for thursday <laughs> well what josh is looking for that the uh, next genre seeing as how we just ended our rotation dennis quaid movies is going to be superhero movies that are not marvel or dc and it is meg's pick first so meg's what movie are you going with unbreakable all the right. greatest superhero movie of all time it is a good superhero it's a good movie. superhero i'm the gonna agree with the, I'm gonna use superhero the good word. film of all time <laughs> you heard it here meg's is giving it all time What's all the, time spoiler alert real quick what is the worst <laughs> thing to you're like oh kryptonite no water, water. <laughs> yes h2o I mean, the thing that surrounds you like all the time h2o i'm gonna well, spoil it again in the fucking glass <laughs> one he gets drowned in a puddle that's three inches deep <laughs> which Did actually you, just you say can drowned? you can drown in drowned. a puddle of water Don't drowned. Say drowned. i'm gonna punch you so hard when i get over there oh, fuck. as long as you have my tables. fucking 40 bucks that you both lost no no just one you're the one talking about the movies we, did, we didn't go we didn't have the next one you got the next one Nah, there was another one. Oh, okay it was something about a guy named oleg but i don't know oh oleg, oh, oleg was the kid that was the child that was he the was kid. also on an episode of law and order i believe i recognize that child from someplace yeah, else. was I it like displanting oleg <laughs> yeah the child was oleg he had special looking eyes yeah very interesting yeah. looking child i'm all right so when i first well we'll talk about that next time about unbreakable unbreakable when you get to hear my shitty opinions the sure. next time greatest right. brings us to the next segment give me the juice um so my juice yeah what's your juice uh, this is just what's going on currently, and I'm gonna. I'm. I'm I guess what I'm gonna go into a fucking tirade here. All right. Um, you're watching the same crap I am. I am, and it's only a couple episodes in, so I don't. If this was yours, I apologize. I'm gonna talk about Ahsoka. Okay. And how fucking trashy this thing is. Besides, 
R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. That's right. Comes Ray in Stevenson. to save the fucking day. Oh, Ray Outside of Ray Stevenson, I'm just very unhappy so far. Maybe, maybe later on. Maybe the next time you hear me, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'm like, wow, that was great or something. But it's very lackluster. I like the world building. I'm not. Filoni knows what he's doing, but yeah, I think there's a level of sometimes they grab a bad director or they're just giving bad notes to the actors and actresses that kind of don't really come across correctly. Sure. And I'm a super fan. You know, I'm gonna be critical. And if you if you loved it, you loved it. I don't give a fuck. That's yeah, your opinion. Of but course. That's what I've been watching. That in Winning Times. If you're not watching Winning Times about the Lakers, that show is fucking amazing. I get it. I, I'm thinking, I'm becoming more more of the type that like lets the first second season go by, so I can sort of do a binge thing over a couple of weeks. I get off then, at four in the fucking morning. I, I know, and I, I have know. to watch something while I, I sit there. Otherwise, I'm just. I, I understand. You know. I I've been not in your position, but I've had to work overnights, and so I know where it's like. I don't give a fuck what well, it is. Whatever. I bet you've is. been in a lot of positions, buddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Megs? What do you well, got? Well, I'm I'm trying New to get updates? into the, I'm trying to get into the Lakers show. Okay. Um, uh, I know I'm way behind. Um, but I just I started checking out uh, Who's Aaron Carter, which is kind of a new show. It's no, you're is like it about shut that up. Aaron Carter from the the band. No, it's a chick. Um, okay. it's a chick. E R, not A A. Okay. Um, so gal. Hey, hey, um, wrong. So it's it kind of takes place in Spain and it's it has beautiful backgrounds and great settings. It's not a great show. There's a little too much. Um, she they do a good job of showing a chick beating up a guy without showing too much of a girl beating who doesn't have that much muscle. Um, beating up because it, it always looks stupid when. So a little this is girl, a CG. No, it it always looks stupid <laughs> when they do too much beat up. And they don't have the the muscle capacity to sure, do that. Yeah. They do. I think they do kind of a good job where she's get she's getting her and she's. My only problem is that it's hard to watch a show where somebody gets beat up on a regular basis and nobody seems to notice that they're really beat up on a regular basis. Yeah, especially when they're uh, a mom and a teacher. You know, like that's kind of weird. But other than that, the show's okay. Whatever. Okay. I'm watching it right now. It's streaming on Netflix. Okay. Any 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 bird updates? No. Uh, birds. Uh, no, I did. I uh, did. I tell you guys last week that I saw. I, I saw uh, uh, Gila uh, woodpecker. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I I see them a lot actually pecking, but it was just sitting on my wall, and hmm. I got a good look at it. Nice. So that was fun. Right so on. is the word is pecker wood like a bad? Is that like a like? Oh, don't call them that. They're woodpeckers. Yeah, they're like please don't call us a pecker wood. Um, they say please call me what I am. I am a would pecker don't misrepresent misrepresent don't my rep- pecking yeah exactly yeah yeah and they want to be called exactly the kind they are too yeah. so this was a gila woodpecker okay what's the red one called uh that is a well the one with a little red on top of its head no the famous one in the cartoon oh, woody woodpecker <laughs> but what is, is what, what would he be woodpecker that's not a real I, fucking woodpecker yeah it, not yeah. even close nah I, I well i've never seen one that looks like that well, i need you to do some research i will try come on back next the, time. the closest i've seen would be like a uh uh god i don't even remember what it's called but it's like some sort of nut uh Acorn? Acorn. Acorn. Okay. Woodpecker. Yes. Oh. Acorn. You were correct, sir. Yeah. You are right. correct, sir. What do you got, Trev? What's going on? I've been watching How To with John Wilson. 
That was my dad's name. That is well, his dad's name. It's not name. your dad. I I, I met sure? your dad. And his dad shout says, out, his dad shout says out to things. John. His dad says words. Yeah, yeah. His, I know. I know. A lot yeah. of words. Yeah. That wasn't Sometimes his dad's name. No, you know. no. It would, some of it's written, some of it's staged ish, and then there's a, some of it that's really just people in New York being people from New York. It is, as I said earlier, New York is is a city of 10 to 15 million, if not more. Yeah. Like, so you're going to have the gamut of individuals yeah. there. Um, how his episodes normally start out never end with how they started out. So he might go on a, how do you drive a car? And then he'll end up owning a boat. Uh, okay. Like, like, just because he ran into somebody who's like, well, you know, I do this instead. And then it fascinates him. And oh. he gets into it and talks to other people. What is this called again? How To with John Wilson. Uh-huh. It's on It's on Max. Um, it's like a it, green that sounds interesting. icon. The yeah. guy. Yeah, it's like guy. He's like, mm. it. It's. I find it hilarious. As I said, I think some of it is written, and some of it is just people being people in New York City. But it is hilarious because it's just it's people. He's he's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it's not like your father, Glenn Brown. Well, <laughs> Glenn he's not Brown. Glenn Brown. Brown. <laughs> it's Glenn Brown. <laughs> His last name is Brown, right? It is Brown. Yes. Yeah, it's, Glenn. it's, it's David. Glenn, right? No, it's David. We call we call your dad Glenn. Yeah. I know. And he probably knows that. Shout out to Glenn. Sure. The best hey, thing Glenn, about Dev- David Brown and you. John Wilson is that there's like a hundred of them in any city at any given time. I think Glenn loves hanging out with us too because he's come and yeah. hung out with yeah. us several times and yeah. I think he enjoys us. Yeah. And then there's probably all the stories afterwards where yeah, he's he like, goes What like, the fuck is wrong with your you friends? They don't know my friends. Name. Like, I don't understand no, it. No, not at all. Are they both <laughs> retarded? <laughs> At least we guessed his girlfriend's name off the top of our head. Yeah, that was uncanny. Like, I don't know how you guys guessed Susan. Because we have, we a, have a friend, friend named, named Susan, Susan uh. and we add that her name to everyone. And your dad just happens to be. It was going to be Susie or An- Susan or Angie. That was yeah. probably going to be it. Yeah. yeah. Time for reviews. Uh, we do not have any reviews, so please go ahead. Like, rate us, leave, leave your uh, thoughts about us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, yeah. Or if you want, you could email, email us at the amateur movie review hour at gmail.com. Send all the photos you like. Oh, that one's going to be uh, one. all the stuff. Little neck, little, Josh tur- likes little turkey. Penises. I'm not looking at any of this. This is no. all oh, Trevor. <laughs> well, Trevor likes them. So like the more you send, the more things he has to look through. So just enjoy that fact that somebody has to glance upon all of your stuff, your areas, your armpits. Yep, and that is the amateur movie review hour at gmail.com. Uh Josh. Uh, rating well, the movie, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, Josh, Josh. What, what what this was your pick, so what you rating it? Um, I'm gonna go three and a half. Yeah. You know, I don't got anything weird to say. I was gonna say megahertz, but I don't really give a shit that much. <laughs> it's it's watchable, rewatchable, probably not. Like I said, if you if you if you feel empowered when you watch it, like you know, Don't the, the Heavenly Father is touching you in, a, in an appropriate way. And, you know, like it, it, it gives you some kind of thing. Feel, feel free, you know. you know. It's like, is it rewatchable yeah. for me? No. But if you, it's not, it's not. And like, I, I like after watching this time, I'm like, I'm good. Oh. I, don't, I don't need to see it again, you know. 
Yeah. I'm good with it. Okay. You know? Nice. Meg? I'm giving it a six because I can watch it over and over again. Six out it's of five, super huh? fun. Oh, I thought Whoa. we were doing out of ten. Going out of five. Because I thought that was pretty low for you. Okay, so. Do you want to go out of ten? No. You just got to clarify we when you say it. We always do out of five, so. Whatever. Okay, so I'm giving it a three. making shit up now. <laughs> Whatever. I really have to pee. Um, I'll give it a number three. And I'm saying that because Ooh, it's really is that, fun. Is, a, is that a one and a two together? Yeah. Um, I really have to pee. And um, I'm going to give it a number three. And I'll tell you why. Because it's a really fun movie. It's stupid as shit. But I love watching it. It gives me a little tear at the end. And um, it's that kind of thing I can put on whenever. It, I don't I don't have to think about it. It's When I pay too much attention, I do think too much about it. And it really annoys the shit out of me. But... I can throw that movie on and just be happy if, as long as I don't pay too much attention to it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give this a two. Wow. Two Aurora Borealises. <laughs> oh. That's it. Uh, Is it Aurora Boreali? I don't know. They're, they, Boreali. They're, they're, they're not, it's not a thing. So it's a, it, it's a phenomenon. Um, it, it was a phenomenon. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's our ratings of this movie. I will not. I won't watch it. I won't rewatch it again. Go ahead, rate us, follow us on whichever platform. It's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, fucking I don't know. Just emailing us because you'd rather not do it. Whether it's cool or not cool, it's gonna. I'm gonna read it on 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 the show. You can follow us on Instagram at the Amateur Movie Review Hour. I will get things wrong, so let me know. Um, thank you all for listening. And next time you can hear what we think about Unbreakable. And um, maybe it is breakable. Bye, guys. Toodaloo.